Welcome to Two and a Half Sportsmen, a sports comedy podcast hosted by Jordan Pomaville, Joel Anderson, and your sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Let's get it on. Johnny Manziel, update watch flashback. Johnny Manziel, update watch flashback. Brought to you by Retro Unbranded Batteries. They work even slightly worse than the new ones, Unbranded Batteries. Johnny Manziel regales us with tales of getting paid for autographs. Ooh. Subheadline, wait till you see how much this bro was underpaid. Oh. He was underpaid? Extremely. Yeah, underpaid in quotes for the, the autograph yeah. market. <laughs> I mean, it's just pen on paper. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, so the reason this is a Johnny Manziel update watch flashback is because I'm bankrupt of ideas. Okay. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it's because Johnny Football is... Like all flashbacks. Yeah. They're a sign that someone is bankrupt of ideas. Yeah, I, and have been for four years. Yeah. It's like the bottle episodes where you show clips and it's like, we ran out of money. We yeah. need a cheap episode. No, I, I'm chapter 22 yeah. on creative Though, bankruptcy. By the way, props to Community for doing a bottle episode in which they wrote and shot entirely new flashback footage. Yeah, I was very I proud of I don't know if you guys remember that. I, oh, yeah. I thought that was really cool. Very proud. Uh, so no, the reason is Johnny Johnny Football is making the graceful transition to Johnny Football stories. Oh, wow, okay. Wow. And okay. you know what? That's going to be a good place for him, right? And those then, are the ones that will be passed down generation to generation. <laughs> well, this happens to all athletes, you know. As once they stop playing a little yeah. earlier for Johnny Manziel, but basically all athletes from professional to collegiate to mm-hmm. amateur, extremely amateur, even you start. You know, reliving the glory right. days. You start uh, yeah. Michael Jordan, about... Wayne Gretzky, Paul Bunyan. Right. Let's begin yeah. that transition into rock on tour. Right. Yeah. And like I said, this happens to everyone. And it's one of those things where, and in Johnny's case, well, actually, okay, so freshman year, okay, yeah. <laughs> opening day against Eplers rained out. Uh oh. Okay. Wow. So instead, first game's going to be up against Shelby. Big game. Yikes. Okay. Wow. How many shots did you do? None. What are you talking about? This is freshman baseball. Okay, so Mallow feeds most of the talent to Eisenhower High School. But Shelby Junior High is the other half. This is a big game. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, now now Skip has me batting all the way down at seventh in the lineup. Okay, Bench coach likes my bat. Skip, not so much. Okay. Uh, so, uh, sorry. And probably, I'm sorry. In this case, bad is not a euphemism for your penis. No, no. This is all this. Is Otherwise, all you'd be baseball. hitting higher in the lineup. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Skip probably had to be talked into even starting me by the bench coach. Uh, sure. uh, Second inning, bases loaded. I hit a long fly ball to left that gets goes so high it gets lost in the gunmetal gray April sky of Metro Detroit. Uh, sure. The, no fences, and I ain't got speed, so this was a triple. A bases clearing triple. Oh, okay, that's I good. come up again. Same inning. Two men on. Wait, First same bit, inning? Same inning. We bat around. They, they wow. bat around. Okay. okay. I hit another you long fly ball to left. Seven runs. Yeah. Hit another long fly ball to left, right? Again, clear the bases. This time, it's a double because I get thrown out at third. Oh, oh. You got to get that speed. I account for five of my team's RBI. We win the game. It was just, ah, oh, it's just outstanding. Bench yeah, well, I hit an 80 mile an hour around. fastball. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you and, and here's the question, Jordan? How fast was the fa- I mean, how fast were the pitches that you had to hit for these? Oh, it, bases clearing uh, extra bases. I would say at least mid sixties. Yeah, freshman year. There yeah, we go. I would say at least mid sixties. And you know what? Because I was batting seventh, it was a fastball first pitch. It's like, oh, a seven hitter, right? Hit this guy fastball. Ha ha! Turned Whoa. on it. 
Here's there the thing. Don't go behind in the count to the seven hitter. Yeah. Make him earn it. No, no way. Uh, fond sports memories. Yeah. Brought to you by F- fond, fondly. F- palm fronds. Palm, palm fronds. <laughs> Get them at church on Palm Sunday. Fond. Sorry, the, the Dropbox shorted out a little bit. <laughs> I, I tried to pick it up for That's him. good. That's I don't know if it worked. Yeah. Fucking okay. Gene spilled his coffee on it last week. So. All's to say <laughs> is the post-football life of Johnny Manziel is going to be a treasure trove. Right. It's oh. going to be the equivalent of a tell-all book about his time in football, and it's going to be outstanding. And he's got nothing to lose. He's out of pro football. Ain't going back. Right. The NCAA can't get him now. Yeah. His employment and... and, and First of all, even if they could, you think Texas A&M is going to care? Fuck no. Oh, no. You think they're going to like disassociate with him if the NCAA says they have to? No. There's at least five NFL quarterbacks that if they tried to walk onto an SEC team, they'd be like, no, thank you. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just going to say, like, in terms of like associating, like, oh, we got to honor a midfield. And the NCAA oh, being like, right, oh, you can't yeah. honor this person midfield. He did bad things. Texas A&M is going to be like, hey, go screw. Yeah. yeah. And also, we all agree that Johnny Manziel... You think Manziel's- Texas is corrupt. Yeah. You haven't met Texas A&M. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and his, his, his employment opportunities in the collegiate game from a coaching standpoint are limited. Wonder why that is. So again, nothing to lose here. I feel like, you know, is it is it his complete inability to learn the actual game of football while he was playing it? Or is it his horrifyingly bad example that he'd set as a role model for young men? It's mostly that. It's right. mostly okay, he's, yeah, he's too much. He's point. he's a bro too far. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> by the way, oh, my God, what a great Alec Guinness movie that was. A bro too far. Oh, yeah. 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 They just couldn't keep from blowing up the bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they were if they if they got enough bros, they'd be able to cross the Rhine. Right. Well, the theme yeah. of it was about how it's just so so useless to be a bro. Like, what's the point of even doing it? You know, it bro turned out well. it turned out the bridge was really just the friends they made along the way. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Joel might be familiar, but here's a quick background on the story. The year is 2013. Poodle skirts, drive-ins, and cars with tail fins. Yep. Sophomore Johnny Manziel is coming off an 11-2 season at Texas A&M in which he won the Heisman, won the Cotton Bowl, and beat number one Alabama. Yeah. This is the best season anyone from Texas A&M could possibly imagine, you know, but for maybe a sliding doors reality in which everyone knows that UT Austin enabled Hitler. Sure. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, that would be yeah. the only thing that could possibly be better than And you than know this. that's the reality because Johnny Manziel has a little Band-Aid yeah. on it. And that's how you could tell. And as a descendant of UT Austin uh, 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 employees, that's not true. Right. right. No, no, it's not. I'm saying this is you know, that would be a Texas A&M fantasy. Yeah. yeah. So before the next season in which he's... Still, gonna... just wanted to clarify. Right. Not true You're right, about right. UT Austin. So before the next season, this is Johnny Manziel's redshirt sophomore year. He was paid for autographs. This was, this was reported at the time. The NCA does a dog and brony show, and they negotiate very poorly with Texas A&M and jointly announce that Johnny Football will be suspended for the first half of the first game of the season. Wow, that is not much uh, of a punishment. Well, in, in classic fashion, I'm sure Texas A&M scheduled one of their biggest games for week one. <laughs> this is the most now, and this is where the sports fan, the college sports fan, and Joel and I, I think we just say, just don't, it's more insulting that you're you're suspending him for the first half of the first game <laughs> when the first game is against Rice. Yeah. The first game yeah. was against Rice. Mm. Why does Rice play Texas? There's no reason. There's no <laughs> reason. 
We went to the moon. Rice shouldn't play Texas. You're talking about Jerry Rice, right? Star of Tecmo Super Bowl, Jerry Rice. uh, A lot of people don't know this, but my dad's (laughs) undergrad uh, was at Rice. And he speaks very fondly of going to the football games because the marching band, he said, was really funny. And Oh, Joel, (laughs) everybody knows that. Everyone talks to your dad about the band. (laughs) And he is a chatterbox. What are we at a Thai restaurant? Right. Uh, so so there's that, and now it's in the eye of the beholder of what's more frustratingly NCAA, the punishment, or that the joint statement specifically said they didn't find any evidence of Manziel accepting money for autographs, while also stating he was being suspended for accepting money for autographs. Oh, wow. That was the verbiage. What would the evidence be? Like an empty Big Gulp cup? <laughs> yeah, right? Some some scratchers and <laughs> so so those are the broad strokes that we already knew about this this story. But Johnny went on a podcast and opened up about how the autograph stuff went down. And because it's wait, the I'm sorry, underbelly, he cleared the air on a podcast other than ours. No, he wasn't clearing the air. Uh, you want to know why he was on the podcast? Completely on brand. Well, along with his business partner, a musician named Mike Stud, they were there to promote his successful product, Chug Bug. Wow, Phil, you know Chug, Chug Bug. Chug bug. Uh, I imagine that it's like slug bug, except every time you see a beetle, you have to uh, you have to drink a beer. No, chug that bug actually sounds like a great game. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like a fraternity brother's nickname. Right. Yeah. No, it is. It is. It, by the way, this blew up on TikTok. TikTok helped make this the company that oh. it is. But it's a, the revolution. The it is called the quote revolutionary combination of a beer shotgun and a beer bong. Oh wow! My God, okay. I'm sorry. On a ev- can or a bottle. Every part of this. I it sounds like you made it up as a bit. No, completely on this, brand. That's why this they're on the podcast. Not be, it's it's the old Mark Twain thing. Like the only difference between fiction and reality is that uh, fiction has to be believable. Yeah. Right. Hey sharks, I've got a great new revolutionary invention <laughs> called Chug Bug. Also, the frog. The frog was a toad. Twain is a liar. Whoa. Twain is a dirty liar. <laughs> he is. The jumping frog was a toad. <laughs> That was Mike Trout. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's good. I'm sorry. Good. Yeah, no, he just ran by the studio and shouted that out as he went. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, it's a heartwarming story, the Chug Bug, as they talked about as they were interviewed. Uh, it was invented by a college kid at a small college in Illinois, mm. and Mike Studd and Johnny Manziel gradually bought it away from him piece by piece. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, they gave him almost no money on heartwarming it. Heartwarming tale. There's so yeah. many different layers of, first of all, the musician's name is Mike Studd. I, when you said that, I'm like, oh, that's probably going to be the weirdest part of what you're about nope. to say. In no. fact, just a palate cleanser. <laughs> I bet that Mike Studd's got one of those Instagram accounts where he takes pictures in front of other people's private jets a lot. Yeah. yeah. Seems like that kind of guy. Yeah. Always wears a hat. Right. Always wears a hat. Yeah, he yeah. never posts the pictures of him getting pulled off the runway by airport security. Right. Like he keeps releasing singles even though he calls himself an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so he's going. So this is Johnny telling the story. He's won his Heisman. So he's yeah. invited to the BCS National Championship game in Miami. He gets off the plane and he's in baggage claim. And a guy approaches him and goes, yo, how'd you like to make three grand? And Johnny Manziel goes, Fuck yeah. Again, I'm quoting him. (laughs) Uh, We probably picked this up on our series of microphones. Right. Yeah. So he takes the guy's number down. Well, he doesn't. One of his boys does. Dude's smart. Already has a fall guy. Nice. Okay. (laughs) Problem is, everyone knows no one wants fall guy's autograph. Doesn't really make sense. Anyway, so for three grand, Manziel says he goes to this guy's condo and he goes, I probably signed like 10,000 items. Oh, 
severely underpaid. Wow. This is Johnny Manziel at maybe the height of his popularity. He's coming off a Heisman win, gets three grand to sign. Now, he probably didn't sign actually 10,000. I do think it's the height. But I'm just saying he probably didn't sign 10,000 items. He's probably sure. But for thousands of items, severely underpaid. Sure. Right? Yeah, like a per item thing. Those go for like hundreds of bucks a piece, right? So the, yeah. So the podcast hosts call him out on this. He goes, I'm a college kid. He goes, I was, I got this money. As soon as I got this money, he goes, I was on Instagram trying to see if I could get into live. Like calling sure. them up, being like, hey, you guys have 500 table minimums on Sundays. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, three grand. If I got three grand in college and you're like, given time, my oh, life would yeah. have changed. Right. I would have been the big man on campus. I would have had so many dates. You'd have been like, hey, babe, let's go to Rick's. Yeah. Right. Well, exactly. Allow, allow the We're financial gonna, Pictures writer. on me, everybody. And let's do two shark bowls. <laughs> the financial Okay, writer. your majesty. <laughs> to jump in here to say that if you get $3,000 at age 21 and you stick it into an S&P 500 oh, index Joel. fund. Oh, my Snore God. Choo. Leave it at the office. He, oh, my God. He might God. have more money now from that than he does from okay, the Joel, so you only live once. You got to drink booze. It, it gets better. You could buy so much more booze in your 50s eventually one of the people who is bringing items into the condo for this for johnny manzel to sign not the guy who brought him there basically hands him some stuff to sign and goes hey uh yo you're getting fucking ripped off here's this guy's number hit him up he'll give you 30 grand wow <laughs> and johnny manzel goes again and this is in the interview he goes i'm like fuck yeah man i'm making three and then 30 i'm gonna get out of here with 33 grand smart math checks out yeah I- instead of going Holy cow, am I getting fucked by this first guy? <laughs> so he's like, so this one it was a much better run operation. This guy's like, okay, go to this room at the Fountain Blue. Here's a key. All the stuff will be in there laid out. When you're done, send me a picture of all of everything signed, like just out. I'll give you a code to the safe. Be 30 grand in the safe. Smart. That this feels somebody. like this guy has, has has made money on college autographs before. I know. This yeah. is not the first rodeo for this film. So yeah. Johnny Manziel says probably for the next four months, I went to that condo once a fucking month in South Beach. And he's like, I got to make somewhat of a decent living in college. Sure. <laughs> and so, so much 30 so, grand a session? He didn't expand upon that. I don't it know about exactly like it. that. Yeah. But he goes, he claims he's now a professional at unboxing and boxing up mini helmets, flat pictures. Sure. <laughs> and he's done it so much that the guy he works with currently to sell autographs, he goes, he's this guy out of New Jersey. He goes, he'll always offer me extra money. He goes, if, if you know, if you want to package them up yourself, I'll pay you more. And Johnny Manziel's like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I'll make that? 30 grand plus 15 bucks an hour packaging goods. <laughs> Which, weird flex, but you know. Johnny Manziel doing it, doing his own thing. Yeah. Uh, and then he had a warning for the NCAA after revealing this. He goes, and we went nine and four next year. So if the NCAA wants to take my fucking nine and four season away and my Chick-fil-A bowl victory over Duke. Oh, man. So, right? Wow. <laughs> that's pretty good, right? That's pretty good. And that's where, okay, so that's where most of the articles ended the quote when I was on ESPN or Sports Illustrated. But I took an hour and 40 minutes of my life and listened to the full podcast. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Journalism. Thank you, sir. Which, by the way, it's outstanding because he is 100% unfiltered brotastic. I love it. <laughs> like, it is like, and anyway, the full quote is, and we went 9-4 and four next year, so if the NCAA wants to take away my fucking 9-4 and four season away and my Chick-fil-A uh, bowl over Duke, fucking blow me. <laughs> wow. 
Awesome. Then he was asked, uh, what if the NCAA said they were going to take away his Heisman? And Johnny said very seriously, because actually, I never, I never took a dollar until after I won the Heisman. Which I was, I'm inclined to believe because he was like fourth on the depth chart before yeah. this. Like he was not a highly recruited. It was it was either here or like he might have been going to like UW or Oregon. Yeah. Was his other like he wasn't he wasn't the you know anyway. And also his family had money, so you didn't need money to bring him to A and M. Yeah. So anyway, so he very seriously goes. You know, I never, of course, followed that up by saying. And I think my statue of limitations are up, so you can blow me again. Whoa, <laughs> he's getting real. blown twice. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, update watch flashback. Johnny Manziel, update watch flashback. Brought to you by Retro Unbranded Batteries. They don't have any color because the paint hadn't been invented yet. <laughs> Unbranded Batteries. <laughs> That's our show. Email us at two and a half sportsmen at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at SportsmanPod, or check out all of our episodes on any of those major podcast platforms. 